Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Ad Project Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Joe Shellerud from Ad Advance. And today we're currently at Unboxed. And the format of this podcast is going to be a little bit different. We got to talk to five different folks from Amazon throughout many of the different product lines and got to dig into some of the new features that are being announced. Um, so what we'll do is we're going to transition from the different teams within Amazon, and you get to hear directly from them about these new features, more details, and what they're excited about. So overall, I got a lot of great insights here, and I hope you enjoy this episode. So now we're joined by Kelly McLean, who's the VP of Amazon DSP. Kelly, it's awesome to have you on the Ad Project podcast. Great to be here. Thank you, Joe. Yeah. Nice to chat with you. Yeah, yeah. It was great hearing your overview at the keynote. Um, you did an awesome job. Thank you. You've had a substantial career spanning Amazon and Meta and Facebook in the advertising industry. Could you share some key insights on how Amazon's approach to digital advertising differs from Meta and Facebook and any unique advantages Amazon brings to the table sure. for advertisers? Yeah, really good question. It's yeah, I've been at Amazon for six months uh, after, um, you know, spending over a decade at, at, at uh, Meta. And it's been really awesome to see at Amazon how we live our, our leadership principles every day. And I would say in particular, working backwards from the customer, right? We talk about customer obsession and just continually anchoring on customer needs and building and innovating to, to solve for those. And so I think like the biggest difference, of course, is at its core, right? Sure. Social advertising versus, you know, where we've really grown up at Amazon of more retail and commerce. And one of the things that I've been really excited about, and part of the reason I came is just the incredible signals and audiences that we have um, the av availability to um, provide advertisers at Amazon, right? As you think about all of the shopping signals, browsing, buying signals, and the ability to really adapt that full funnel, um, both on Amazon and beyond across the internet is really compelling and exciting. And, and I think we're really just scratching the surface of what we can do. Yeah. Yeah. And I love the customer focus, like as a partner, we get to work directly with the different product teams at Amazon. We love that. And we can definitely see it in each of those individual teams as you guys are developing new products and features. That's wonderful. Um, you guys are doing great work too. Congrats oh. on the award uh, this week. Oh, um, I it appreciate was very it. exciting. I know we were conveniently paired at the same table, which was <laughs> was great, but it was really cool to see all the, the innovation and the work that your teams yeah, are doing. Yeah, that was really cool. We were, we were pumped up to get the award. That's so great. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, another question that I have is how does Amazon on DSP ensure that advertisers can reach their target audiences effectively while also respecting privacy. So like what strategies and tech are being employed to achieve this balance sure. like with the DSP? Mm -hmm. Yeah, really good question. Um, so, so I would say at, at its foundation, you know, privacy truly is, a, is at the core of everything that we do. Um, and we really, everything that we're building, we always make sure that it's, it's privacy centric and we're putting customers first and, and for, foremost. Um, so when you think about a lot of the determined segments, right? The um, targeting segments. So the spe specific um, uh, targeting capabilities to reach users based off of Amazon shopping data, for example. First, anything is always aggregated and anonymized, right? We always make sure that there's broad sets of audiences that, that marketers would have the ability to leverage. But then as you think about off of Amazon and the, with cookies going away, right, next year, um, there's a there's, we've really invested in our modeled audience capabilities. So using uh, machine learning models and deep learning to help inform uh, more probabilistic techniques, right? So how do you leverage, whether it's marketers, first party data, or it's leveraging Amazon signals, 
building audiences to find lookalikes, right? On Amazon, off Amazon, where you can reach people at scale sure. um, in a way using signals that are will continue to be durable and, and available over time, but also are, are putting customer privacy at the heart. And so we're, we're really excited actually about this moment and think this is an opportunity for us to, to innovate. You know, I think a lot of people talk about cookies going away and that's a negative thing. And, yeah. um, but we actually think it's, it's different. It's a way to really kind of reinvent how we're connecting marketers and people in a way that is privacy centric, but also helps marketers to achieve their outcomes at yeah, the end of the yeah, day Yeah, based too. off of the keynote too, it sounds like you're seeing some good initial success utilizing those methods. Definitely. I'm going to thank you for teeing that up. I'm going to actually, so, so we've actually seen with modeled audiences, um, so increased delivery and increased engagement rates up to 25%, which is, which is pretty uh, impressive. And that's all while reducing um, the cost per click click per impression. It's a mouthful um, yeah, yeah. Uh, by over 12%. So we're seeing really, really significant results, you know, even with, you know, this, this new, new realm and we're excited to continue to innovate and invest there. That's awesome. That's awesome. And with your previous experience too, so you had involvement in early development on mobile and video advertising at Facebook. How do you see mobile and video advertising evolving? And what role do you think that Amazon is going to play in shaping that advertising landscape? Yeah. Good question. Like, I think just from an industry standpoint, you know, mobile really transformed everything from an advertising uh, perspective, right? The creatives, how you're reaching people, the scroll behavior, how people are engaging with, with marketers. And similarly with video, right? It was this whole new creative process. And I think as we think about streaming TV, again, I think the pace that we're going to see advertising shifting into streaming TV will probably be more akin to um, the mobile tra transition, if I had to guess, right? Compared sure. to kind of the online video adoption. Um, but video, you know, you know, will still be core. Uh, and so I think us thinking about video differently, um, you know, seeing that collision between linear TV and, and streaming TV is going to be really important on how marketers are, are thinking about how people are engaging with their content, right? It's going to be much more integrated with their daily lives. It's going to be short duration content, long duration content. And so from a connected TV standpoint, we're really excited. And a lot of the launches that we've talked about this week yeah. are really um, core to that. Sure. Um, and so as you think about this Amazon publisher cloud, where we're really connecting more publishers and, and advertisers for unique deal opportunities, right, that they may not be able to see today. Cross-channel planner is another great way to think more full funnel strategies. And we're, we're providing partners and, and, and advertisers and agencies more of the ability to reach who they want to reach, sure. as well as a lot of the performance updates that we've been talking about. So Amazon DSP, uh, we've, we've you know, completely overhauled the front end and the back end, making it much more simple. So marketers can really just select whatever their outcomes are and deliver their outcomes based off of, and we, we will optimize excuse me, and deliver to their outcomes based off of deep learning machine learning models in, in the back end. Yeah. And again, we've seen really an impressive performance across the board. So yeah. we're really excited about it. And another fun thing that you guys covered too was just the interactivity with ads. Yes. So with video ads, when they pop up, now you can click on that and it could add to cart on your phone. Yes. Um, can you walk through that just a little bit more on the interactivity that you can implement with video ads? Yeah, absolutely. So, and Ruslana's team is the one that's leading that. So I, I sure. won't be able to go into granular, but we can follow up if you had specifics. But ultimately, to your point, bringing together interactivity, right, with kind of traditional, more passive um, uh, engagement is going to be paramount. And I think as you're seeing a lot of the new, unique ways of how people are engaging, right, with QR codes, you know, with text messages, there's there's just a different um, mentality on how to connect with brands, which is pretty exciting. So sure. so really integrating new interactive in, in 
interactivity moments. I, I think I shouldn't do this after a keynote speech in the morning, but, <laughs> yeah. uh, but I'm not sure I can speak Kelly anymore. Kelly just got but... <laughs> done and had to step in here, <laughs> yes, so I appreciate you course. doing this right now. <laughs> no, but, um, but certainly the interactivity and then again, bringing this together and how you think about planning for campaigns, how you think about new to brand metrics, right? And so that you can actually reach people, uh, which we announced this week as well, in, in, in ways to bring together interactivity, brand reach and frequency in ways that you can kind of understand how to better optimize your your marketing spend moving yeah. forward. Yeah. And that's what we're getting really excited for is just from the front end setup all the way to the measurement, yes. the new creatives, overhaul of the DSP as a whole. Um, that's great. Overall, we're really pumped up for that's it. That's exciting. So, um, Kelly, really appreciate you taking the time yes. to sit down right after you got done with your keynote speech. <laughs> of course. Yeah. So thanks again. Of course. Thank you. And thank you for your partnership. We're really excited with the work you, you and your teams are doing and and I'm looking forward to continue uh, collaboration. Yeah. Be great. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. And next, I'm joined by Teresa Utheralt from, uh, she's the Director of Partner Development at Amazon. Teresa, it's Hi, awesome to sit down and talk with you. It's great. I'm such a fan of your podcast. So oh. it's an honor for me to be here with you. I appreciate that. Yep. yep. And uh, I didn't realize you listened to it so much. And like... <laughs> I do. I do. I like to walk to the office because that's how I get my steps in. Yeah. And I always listen to your podcast. And then like, as I'm walking down the street, I like send it to my team. I'm like, listen to Minute 22. Joe said something really interesting. So yeah, I'm a huge fan. And I think it's a really awesome podcast. That's awesome. And I didn't realize I say sure so much on the podcast until you pointed that I know, out I when know, I pulled sure. up. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, so one of the things you're in charge with is partner development and yes. leading that team. Um, so it's a critical part of Amazon ads. We love the program. Can you describe the value that you see with independent agencies and tech partners and what they bring to the Amazon ecosystem? Yeah. Oh, wow. I could talk about that for hours. Um, so I think at the core of it, our partners, both the agencies and, and the tech providers, are they're really customer obsessed. They're builders. They really understand Amazon ads really well. They understand our stores business really well. And they understand their brand's businesses really well. And they are able to leverage all three of those to really help brands solve some of the most important challenges, making sure they're taking advantage of all the opportunities and really helping them grow their business. Sure. So, yeah, I, I think it's something we are super, super excited about. Uh, those of us that work on the partner team, we all love our jobs. We're really, really excited about working with all of you. Yeah. And, and for those who aren't familiar, too, maybe could you just describe how the partner program works and why it was initially created? Sure. It was created. And I should say before I was in this role, I ran the partner programs at AWS. So sure. there's there, there are some similarities there. Well, we do, you know, we've got a few pieces of it, right? So there are, there's the partner development piece. So we've got like business development folks that work with partners and, and kind of really help them with their strategy, help them navigate Amazon, help them navigate opportunities with Amazon. We've got a team of solution architects that work with our partners to help them um, prioritize their roadmap, help them figure out how to integrate the various different APIs and tools, and really give them that kind of like technical advice, right, to, to, to sort of like help them with that. Um, we've got a marketing team whose job is really to just amplify like the awesome work that our partners do, right? And how do we do that? Well, I mean, you got AdAdvance was a winner. 
of our of our partner awards. So that's one of the things that we do. We have a partner awards program where we really want to celebrate the fabulous work our partners are doing on behalf of brands. We've got a case study program, another way so we can shine a spotlight. Like this work is special. This work is interesting. This work will really help. We think is um it's something that's extensible to many many brands, and they like it, it'll it'll be a benefit for the net community, right? For people to know about that. And we also try to support partners at events, events our own events like this, but also events like Can that that we attend and we do that like by you know by by helping them engage with customers by helping them connect with sales teams and product teams sure yeah yeah and it's been extremely powerful for us just being able to connect with the different product teams and be able right. to provide feedback and then also get a deeper understanding on what's coming or just working through like on the marketing side and getting opportunities to sit down with you today um it's been right. an extremely powerful program that we've loved and you can definitely see the customer focus that Amazon brings and how open the product teams are to outside feedback to continually improve the products which has been really yes. cool to see yeah, no, I look, I think at the core of it, partners are just such important players in our beta programs, right? Whenever we have a new product, you guys lean into the betas and our product teams absolutely love working with you. And they really love that very candid feedback, right? Like, this is great. This is not so great. I want more of this. I want more, less of this. And that's really what helps us build more customer-obsessed products. Yep, yep. <laughs> and as some of your product teams know, we, we provide some pretty candid feedback. So and we I'm love glad it. it. We love it. Yeah, I'm glad it is well-received. So what do you feel is like some of the biggest opportunities right now with Amazon ads? Wow. So many, so many really fantastic opportunities. Um, look, I think some of these recent launches that I know you guys have been, you know, you guys have leaned in and been part of those betas, like being able to leverage, you know, the, the signals we're getting from Amazon Marketing Stream, the signals we're getting from Rapid Retail Analytics, leveraging Amazon Marketing Cloud. These are all things that are going to help partners build better solutions and really, um, really help transform how brands advertise with Amazon. Sure. Right? And so I think it's a very, very exciting time to be a brand with Amazon. It's an exciting time to be a partner. Yeah. There's a ton of innovation yep. around us. Yep. And like what we've seen just for like Amazon marketing stream, for example, just the differences in general shopping patterns and how you can optimize ads around that. And at the end of the day, we can utilize these different measurement tools or different features to make sure that our ads are being seen when it's most likely to lead to a sale, which is great for the consumer. It's great for us as advertisers. And so the more insights that we can get through different tools like this and utilize it, it's best for both worlds. You know, it's, I think it's incredibly exciting. I feel like stream is transforming um, campaign management optimization, right? Sure. Like it, it, it's, it'll, if we go back two years ago, it'll be unrecognizable from what it, what it is and what it will be. But I think overall, if we just think about like, the pressure that brands have been under in this past year, right? It's like a year of economic uncertainty. They're mm -hmm. being asked to do more with less. And products are building solutions off of Amazon Marketing Stream and Rapid Retail Analytics that actually help brands do that. Sure. Um, which is, I think, super exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So one thing that's been fun talking with you, I mean, you've had a really diverse career path. So whether it's from tech startups to investment banking, how do you think that these varied experiences have really shaped your approach to partner development? And how do you see your role contributing to growth of Amazon ads in the coming years? Wow, a lot there. Yeah. I will say, so like I grew up in New York, so like a lot of New York kids, um, it, it was not atypical to wind up getting a job on Wall Street. Sure. Um, and so I think what I like, what really I learned there is I learned two really critical things. I think a lot of Amazon 
attributes like dive deep, you know, our ride a lot, that, that kind of thing, bias for action. Those are all things that I think like I had a lot of opportunity to practice. I was also a banker on the corporate side. So working with um, senior management teams and what I learned, which I think it made me ultimately like a better business development professional is you, you really start to understand like the challenges that companies face from the inside, even though you're on the outside. And ultimately, like the best way to form a partnership is to really understand your partner really well, understand the challenges and opportunities they're facing, and think about what you need to do and find like the perfect way to meld those so both parties have success. So I think I really learned that there. Um, I, from there, I wound up working at a couple of tech startups, which was super interesting. I got my hands dirty. I, you know, really learned, I, I say, life beyond the spreadsheet, yeah. like the real, <laughs> the real world of having to do something, right? Um, and I always tell people, like, the reason I love Amazon is because it's got, like, a lot of the wonderful things about being at a company that operates at scale, but it behaves like a bunch of startups. And so we, we get to build every day, which sure. is really exciting. Sure. That's awesome. And then going forward, how do you kind of see this shaping and growing the Amazon ads business in terms of partnerships? Yeah, look, I think partnerships is such an incredible um, growth lever for our business. We love the work our partners are doing. We want to find ways for you guys to be more successful. We think there's a ton of opportunity. And ultimately, we know that like as we keep releasing more products, more features, more innovations, it's really our partners that help bring this to life um, so that our brands can have success. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, Teresa, I really appreciate you coming on the podcast. Really appreciate the support from you and your team. It's been awesome working with you all. Um, and hopefully we provided some feedback along the way, too. That has definitely helped. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Always. Thank you, Joe. Thank you for being such an awesome partner. And thank you for this incredible podcast. Yeah, thank you. Excellent. Have a great day. Yeah. All right. And now I'm joined by Ruslana Zaberska. Zaberska. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to butcher it. So she is VP of Technology and Product Development. And so awesome to be able to sit down and talk with you. Thank you, Joe, for having me. It is a pleasure to be here. Yeah. Uh, so you had a lot of really cool announcements uh, at the keynote. And so I want to touch on some of those. Like, So, I mean, Amazon has always been known for its innovation in the advertising space. Um, so can you highlight some of the recent innovative advertising experiences or self-service solutions that your team has been working on? Um, and then how do you think that these are enhancing brand growth on and off the Amazon platform? Absolutely. Uh, quite a few things have been announced and unveiled today, but um, maybe three that I am most excited about is sponsored display for non-endemic, right? And enabling more and more brands to engage uh, that don't sell with Amazon, right? To uh, tap into Amazon engaged audiences and engage with them. So that's, I think, is there's a lot of opportunity there for the brands, but also for our shoppers to discover new selection, new services, new businesses, right? Uh, local, uh, convenient, right? Sure. Um, the other one is uh, generative AI creatives for sponsored brands, right? Mm -hmm. So one of the key challenges as we think of brands and as they s try to build the brand or think about brand equity it feels unattainable because of how hard it is to create, to tell your story through a creative, be it video or be it much more of a lifestyle image. And so with Gentry AI, we're now unlocking this opportunity to make it simpler for brands to really create that, starting with an image, that opportunity that tells your brand story, that resonates with the shopper. 
and the viewer. So I'm excited about that. And lastly, um, is sponsored TV, right? TV is a critical element of brand building. And I am extremely excited that we are able to so take this first step to democratize it for any brand of any size. So they can take the advantage of this opportunity and have a more holistic strategy for brand building. Sure. Could you describe in a little bit more detail the generative AI and how we can use this for creatives? I know this is a big blocker that many people have when setting up ads, especially smaller businesses that are starting to sell on Amazon and may not have those creative assets. I'm getting to see that new feature. I got really excited about it. So maybe could you could you explain that a bit more? Well, it's terribly simple. It's almost so simple. I was asking the team, is that going to add, are we going to add more bells and whistles? But it's really you upload an AI or you indicate which ASIN, right, You yeah. uh, or which product, right, you want to advertise and you click a button that says generate. That's it. And you get collection of images that are much more in the kitchen. Let's say we're talking about a coffee maker, sure. uh, right, on a countertop, different countertops, different look and feel, uh, different style of, of, of a kitchen or house. And I've been, I've been very impressed with the crispiness and the diversity of the images that have been produced. And I'm excited to see how they perform uh, for our customers. Yeah, yeah. And just seeing it in action, you're, you're just inputting a prompt and it's able to take your product and That's then right. maybe put different backgrounds That's or put right. it in different scenarios. And it's super simple. It's highly simplified so that any brand, again, any persona that presenting your brand can push a button. Sure. Yeah. And so it's taking something that's scarce, the creatives, and now unlocking that opportunity where we can really help split test a lot of these different creatives, see what resonates with customers better. Um, So that's a really cool piece. And then the other area, sponsored TV, feel like this is really unlocking the opportunity to run video TV ads for those that maybe didn't have the initial budgets or the commitments before. That's right. Yeah. So could you dive into that a little bit more? You know, we always, as as you know, you work with us quite closely, work backwards from the customers and try to understand what their main pain points are and what would help them sort of tap into these new and different opportunities and engage um, new audiences across new channels. And this inst- in this instance, I think we learned there are three key barriers, if you wish, right? Uh, spend, like spend minimums, upfront minimums, kind of challenging, intimidating, yep. creative, like what's the right creative, what's the right quality. And even if you figured out what the right quality and the right format and the right specs, it tends to be expensive to produce, right? Sure. And lastly, like how do I understand the value? Like that is a little bit unattainable. Um, and so given these three key uh, pain points, we have launched Sponsored TV, right? First and foremost, removing the upfronts and the minimums. So so it works very simple as all other sponsored ad solutions. Budget, bids, and off you go. Right? Sure. Um, Creative-wise, if you have a creative you want to reuse, because a lot of our brands do have creatives that almost meet the specs, right? So we can t- help you tweak them easily and get you started. But also we're offering creative services, the team that would help you to build a creative that really tells your brand story from scratch. And lastly, sort of helping, you know, powering this experience with uh, our machine learning and Amazon first party signals um, and measurement helps you 
understand the value. So you could actually see what the value, what is the value you as a brand getting with an Amazon store by reaching these um, engaged audiences on the big screen in the living room. Sure. And, and one other aspect that has been really cool is just the interactivity that you have with the ads too. Um, so it's not just a video ad that's playing. There's actual interaction that you can do. Would you be able to dig into that in a little bit more detail? Kelly was able to give us a brief overview, but I think highlighting that again, because it is really unique piece. Yeah, I think that is a very exciting piece uh, that uh, the, our brands will be able to engage with the remote, oh sorry, our customers, viewers, will be able to engage uh, using your remote with the, the brand and the product, right? That is that is on the screen. So one click and you can add to cart and or uh, buy the product straight from your TV. Sure. So with any initial testing that you've done, do you have any cool case studies or use cases that you could share? Hexcled that we talked about today, uh, at, uh, in my keynote, probably my favorite because I also love the brand and I love their product. I think it uh, makes, I don't know, making eggs delightful, but cooking delightful. There is a lot of fun you can have. Nothing sticks and nothing scratches, if you wish. Um, so they have engaged with us and have been able to see 40 times increase in their branded search searches from running their Hacksclad uh, campaign on TV. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, Ruslan, I really appreciate you taking the time to sit down and talk through all these really exciting updates. Um, I mean, between the creative generation, sponsored TV, I just feel like a lot of these areas are really unlocking new opportunities for brands. And so I'm really excited to see these in practice and start really testing them out with our clients. So I appreciate you sitting down to talk through these in more detail. Thank you for having me, Joe. It's a pleasure. So now I'm joined by Miranda Chen, Director of AMC Growth and Monetization. Miranda, it's awesome talking with you. Thanks, Joe. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. we got to meet up last year at Unboxed and actually start talking through AMC. So it's kind of fun a year after to yeah, get to exactly. dig into it in more detail. Exactly. Yeah, for uh, myself and about six of my colleagues from AMC all piled piled out on the table with Joe and just peppered him with questions about how he used how he used AMC. So a lot can happen in a yeah, year. Yeah. And it's an awesome example too, how we get to work with different product teams at yeah, Amazon. Absolutely. Um, and yeah. we love talking to customers and learning how you're using AMC. Yeah. So it's, it gives us a lot to think about and gives us a lot of energy. So yeah. Yeah. So there's been a lot of people and we, we've covered Amazon Marketing Cloud quite a bit on the podcast, but there's people who still kind of struggle to understand what AMC is and how you can utilize. It. So maybe could you give us a brief overview and how you've seen that implemented for different people and really how AMC, what, what's some use cases for it? Yeah, for sure. So uh, Amazon Marketing Cloud or AMC for short is uh, Amazon Ads is clean room. And so in, in AMC, an advertiser can access all of the signals from across all of their Amazon ad campaigns, and they can also... Uh, upload, you know, first party and third party signals. So think of your product catalog sync signals, your conversion signals. So it's great for advertisers who don't sell in the Amazon store and then generate custom flexible analytics. So things like path to conversion, reach and frequency, um, what does the journey, customer journey look like? Yeah. And so we've seen customers you know, understand sort of the optimal media mix analysis. They've actually, they can better understand specifically like how their customers are interacting with their products. And then also how, what the impact of their Amazon ad spend is on, you know, driving in-store foot traffic, for example. 
Sure, sure. So yeah, and, and one of the key use cases that we've had is analyzing upper funnel spend and being able to tie that back to the conversion. And like for instance, what one of the clients that we work with, um, they are a supplement company, and so they're really focused on new to brand and cost per acquisition. So Amazon Marketing Cloud has been really useful to see what customer journey might be the most efficient yeah. or what creatives and upper funnel ads are really resonating to help build up a brand. Um, so as you're looking at AMC, are you viewing it more as a path to help unlock upper funnel spend by providing, say, CMOs with more information on how that brand building really translates into sales? Or else are you also looking at it as a, another monetization opportunity too? I think it's both. We're um, the... On, on the first part, we certainly think it can drive upper funnel outcomes as well as lower funnel outcomes. So certainly on the upper funnel side, it can help marketers better understand what combination of ad products is actually driving you know, um, new to brand customers or in improved consideration with features like AMC audiences, we can actually drive better performance through custom, you know, SQL based insights to actually generate higher performing segments, you know, for customers who have, who have may, maybe added to cart, but didn't actually check out or did a specific, you know, combination of, uh, actions prior to the conversion. And then in terms of the, the second piece, you know, the, the monetization thing, we actually think of AMC as just a great tool to, to, to empower advertisers with more and more insights and deepen the, the depth of understanding of their own customers as well as their own business and then be able to drive those outcomes through, through Amazon ads. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's been some of the major power that we've seen too from Amazon Marketing Cloud is if you can better understand and measure the impact of your advertising, especially as you go further up the funnel, it gets yeah. harder to do. Yeah. Um, and traditionally, we've just had to look at reach. Or, you know, some specific like detailed page views, maybe as you get a little bit further down the funnel. And so I just love that you can unlock that full customer journey yeah. from top to bottom. And then we can get our true return on advertising. Absolutely. So it's a struggle that a lot of our clients have right now is, you know, with uncertainty in the world, like where do we translate our budgets? What should our budgets look like going forward? And the more information that people have to be able to show this is my true business impacts of my advertising. It's been extremely powerful to show, all right, this is truly That's great. One of our guiding principles <laughs> at AMC is, you know, truth telling and truth seeking. So we really believe information is, is power and it's enabling advertisers to make better decisions, yeah. especially in, you know, the current macroeconomic climate as well as all the industry changes. Sure. So uh, the digital advertising industry, it's continually changing and evolving. So what's some key updates that you've seen for AMC or what's some like future updates or, um, impacts that you see AMC having overall? Yeah. So, you know, as I may have mentioned, AMC is private and secure by design. So we think clean rooms as a technology really provides the puts the power back in the hands of marketers. And so I think first as a technology, we view it as a secure place to generate great insights, but also kind of endure all the various privacy changes. So that's one, just as a technology. 
Um, and then in terms of, you know, releases, we, we mentioned a couple of things that unboxed this week. One was template analytics, which is bringing popular queries from AMC and, and then making them available to customers who don't know SQL and don't need to modify any code. So that, that was really exciting. And then also AMC lookalike audiences, which brings machine learning capabilities within a clean room context, again, privacy safe and secure, um, to allow advertisers to model audiences based on a particular seed audience. So that's sure. sort of exactly one example of taking those lower funnel outcomes and being able to drive more mid to upper funnel outcomes for brands looking to find uh, customers that may look alike, say like your top top spending customers or customers that have subscribed and saved or, or something like that, or brand loyalists. Sure. So you can use the data within AMC to really segment down specific audiences mm -hmm. that may be, yeah, like you're saying, like in our case that we just talked about driving new to brand sales. Yeah, And absolutely. then we can utilize that to create lookalike audiences. And then from AMC, now you could push that to like Amazon's DSP yes. to then run ads for that. Is exactly. that correct? Exactly. Exactly. Yes, yeah. that's exactly right. So so as Joe mentioned, we were, you know, you can now create a particular insight. You can, you can say, Hey, like, let me create a custom audience based on a specific set of behaviors. Um, and then actually create an audience and then directly push it to the DSP, see that, see the ROAS on it, and then either continue to have that running or then continue to optimize that. Um, and then also that now we've brought in this capability to create these lookalike audiences, to be able to expand those audiences further and then further toggle based on your own goals around, you know, what size of the audience did you want to reach? What's the desired seed? How relevant do you want? What, what's the message? Sure. And then for template analytics too, maybe if you could dig into that a bit deeper. Um, I, I know when AMC was initially released, like I'm a nerd, I like digging into SQL, but it can be overwhelming yeah. for some folks yeah. and who are just more interested in getting the data. Can you kind of dig into what the templates look like and how you can utilize them? Yeah, absolutely. So like, you know, SQL is uh, super, super valuable because it's very, very flexible and I think has allowed our customers to be able to harness the power of the signals within AMC. But at the same time, like I'm going to credit Joe and his team with being kind of some of the some of the voice of the customer that actually helped us think through the release of template analytics. So Adam Box last year, we, we talked about how AdAdvance used AMC and how some of the, the account manager personas that you guys help with your, you know, help optimize campaigns were a little scared of AMC because they didn't know SQL. And so we realized then that there was an opportunity to, to bring the insights to more and more people. So we have so many uh, users of Amazon ad tools that don't know SQL, whether it's like account managers, traders, et cetera. And we think there's a big opportunity opportunity to bring those insights to them, but not necessarily bound them by a particularly technical skill that they might not have. Yeah. Yeah. And, and for those who are listening to the podcast, like know that we've been huge proponents of Amazon Marketing Cloud. Like, if you're looking at utilizing it, especially if you're implementing upper funnel spend or trying to bring data in from other sources, um, it can be a really powerful tool to get those insights for your ads. So just appreciate your continual development there. A lot of really cool use cases. So I appreciate you sitting down to talk to yeah. Miranda. Thank you for having me and thank you for continuing to innovate on top of AMC. 
All right. And now I want to welcome Jeff Cohen, tech evangelist for Amazon ads. Jeff, it's awesome to have you on the podcast. Yeah, it's great to uh, be on the podcast. I, I've always enjoyed listening and catching up with you at shows. So it's great to be here to chat Amazon. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. So at Unbox, we've had a ton of different announcements. As a leader for the tech evangelist side, like, are there any recent trends or developments that you're seeing in the world of Amazon ads that you feel like could be really engaging for the community? Yeah, I think there's two that were shared today that were really interesting. And I think they lead to some of the solutions that were shared today, which is why the data was shared today, right? So uh, one of them was that 52% of advertisers lack brand building um, capabilities, right? Due to the perceived cost and time that's associated to them. And, you know, 64% of advertisers say demonstrating the impact of, of marketing is still their number one challenge, right? And so both of these, I think, were answered today with, with what Amazon is trying to do and, and what Amazon ads is trying to make available to brands. But those are the ones that really stuck out because, you know, we always talk at Amazon about working backwards from the customer. But as content creators, right, both you and I, we, we also work backwards from the problem, right? So like, what's the problem that people have? And then how do we actually go about solving it? And sure. so I thought that was really interesting that um, we were sharing and, you know, I'll say it like we were being empathetic with the audience and saying, we know these are your challenges. And now here are the solutions that that we're providing to you to to make things better. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I can totally back that up too. That's a common question that we're getting from our clients all the time is what is the true impact of my digital advertising spend? Yeah. And another key thing that we see is those channels that can be measured better tend to get more budget because it's more measurable and the actual impact you have. Yeah. What's interesting though, is like, I've been in, you know, marketing now for 25 years, if I really want to date myself. Um, that hasn't changed, right? Like, like back in the day before, back in the day when like email was just getting started and print newsletters were still going out, like measurement was a challenge, right? Sure. And, and so these challenges just are constant, they constantly persist. And then as things happen, like, okay, now we live in this e-commerce world. We were using cookies. We were able to cross things across devices. Well, now cookies are going away and ad identifiers are going away. And so we need to use these more advanced, um, learning technologies mm -hmm. to try to close these gaps. And I think one of the challenges that a lot that I've always had as a marketer, I don't want to speak for everybody, is that, you know, metrics never match, right? And so sure. you're not going to get the same metrics from two different systems. And so metrics are a signal. And we talk a lot about signals at Amazon, but metrics are a signal signal that are telling you whether you're directionally going in the in the in the right way. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's great to say like I want an you know, a blank ROAS or I want a blank tacos. But really what you want is you want to see directionally are your tacos Im improving or are they getting worse? Sure. Is your ROAS improving or is it getting worse? Are you bringing new customers to your brand or are you not? The absolute metric is like a holy grail and like maybe, you know, but, but there's always an argument of whether that really is an absolute metric or not. Sure. Yep. And, and I see that from time to time too, where people will get hung up on an absolute metric where really all these data feeds that are coming in, they're signals on, is my advertising working? And is it getting, is it improving? Is it going in the wrong direction? And it really should just be signals to help you Make decisions on your ads. Correct. Like you want to understand our customers in your, our shoppers in your funnel, increasing the likelihood 
that they will buy your product. Yeah. Right. That that's ultimately what we want. And so that's what we want to be looking for. And that's why they we've released new data points around new to brand metrics. That's why we have new, you know, insights within AMC to be able to see how your full funnel is is performing. Sure. Because that is your ability to look at are the shoppers um, more or less interested in uh, how how your product is being perceived by them. Sure. And you've been in the industry for a while. Yep. Now getting to see it from the perspective of Amazon, like what's the major trends that you're seeing? What are you getting excited about for the future? Yeah, I think that, I think there's two, I mean, I'll, I'll jump to what I'm excited about for the future because it's, you know, I think it's obvious like Gen AI is, I think, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't want to sound like everybody else online and say Gen AI is a game changer. <laughs> yeah. um, but I'll say like Gen AI is allowing for brands to solve for problems that they've had. And it's making things that were less accessible, more accessible, right? Yeah. So so today we re- released our new Gen AI tool around image creation, uh, making it easier for people to be able to create images and change those images. Mm-hmm. And I think like, that's what I think is exciting, right? That, and then like sponsored TV, super exciting. Like we're democratizing the ability as we've, as I did a post on this a couple of weeks ago, but like we're moving away from linear TV to streaming TV, but the overall pool of everybody, according to the insider intelligence, you know, data that I, I shared mm-hmm. actually shows that the overall pool of people that are consuming uh, content is increasing. And so that's really exciting as well. And so we need more avenues to be able to attract those shoppers to our brands and sure. sponsored TV starts to do that uh, by democratizing it, putting it in the ad council or in the API for our partners to integrate and then giving this inventory to advertisers to use uh, and, to exp- and, to, and to test and learn to see how uh, their brand is perceived by additional audiences to expand, you know, their their reach. Yeah. 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 I agree. And a couple of things that you're really excited about too, like the generative AI to implement and test new creatives. Yeah. It it takes something that was scarce before. Yep. um, And so it was custom images that you could utilize and test. And now just by inputting prompts, now we have this unlimited amount of options that we could use for our ads. And then that combined with A-B testing, uh, we can find those right ads that really resonate with our customers. And so it just unlocks this whole other opportunity of areas that we can test and continue to improve on with our advertising. Yeah. And I love that you keep saying test, right? Because I, I don't think it's like said enough that like during these kind of periods of transformation, everybody has to test and kind of see what works for them and what works for their brand. How often do they need to change their creative? Right. But if you go back five, six, seven years ago, we were putting up, um, product detail pages and we weren't touching them. And and now best practices are to be keeping your, your images updated. Best practices are to be keeping your stores updated, you know, taking the feedback from customer reviews, implementing them into your listings and, the brands that are following those those best practices and playbooks are the ones who are seeing the results that they that they want. And then you're doubling down on what's working, right? So the metrics are showing you what's directionally working one way or another, and then you double down on those. Yep. 
Yep. I love it. Yeah. And with your experience, I mean, so you were previously at Seller Labs and yep. I think this has been a ton of fun just being able to pull the curtain back a bit and get access to different folks at Amazon. For So for those listening, like what really drove you to make that switch from say Seller Labs to Amazon? And can you just touch on the culture a bit that you've seen? Yeah. Somebody offered me a job um, asking me to leave Seller Labs. And I joked with that person and said, I wouldn't leave to go anywhere except Amazon. And I would only go if Amazon had like a, an evangelist role. And well, they did. And then all of a sudden I was like, well, I got to like look into this because it would kind of be a dream role for me. And um, that was really what kind of drove me. I'd say like one of my biggest concerns was like coming to Amazon, big company, how much were they going to let me be me? And how much did they want me to be, you know, Amazon? Sure. And what I realized when I came here was that I already was Amazonian, right? Like I was already doing things that were Amazonian. I was already, I was already understanding a lot of the culture because I'd been in the industry for so long. I'd been part of the community for so long. And then the fact that Amazon has let me be me, right. And I'm not the first evangelist in the whole Amazon org, right. AWS has a lot of them. So there's a lot to model it after. I think it's been a great opening for our community to have more connectivity into Amazon and Amazon to have connectivity into the community. And that's the bridging that, you know, I really want to provide, um, you know, for, for our partners like you and for our, our brands and advertisers and, and even for our shoppers and customers who, you know, may follow me as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I love it. And, you know, getting opportunities like this, I really appreciate it. So Jeff, it's been awesome to sit down and talk with you. And thanks for joining the podcast. All right. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate it. We'll do it again. So overall, really hope that you got some great insights on the new features that are being launched at Unboxed. And as other items are announced, we'll be following up on LinkedIn or via our mailing list. So if you haven't connected on LinkedIn, make sure you do that. And you can also sign up for our mailing list at adadvance.com. And as always, we really appreciate you listening to the podcast. And we'll see you on the next episode of The Ad Project. 